0: Friends, Measher here, bringing you episode 518 of Master on the Mic. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about what to do if you run out of ideas and you still want to create. It happens to the best of us, and I've got a few tips and tricks, strategies, techniques, tactics on what to do to get out of that slump. All this and more buzz first. Hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. If you listen to this, when it drops, it airs, it... Whatever another word is, it's going to be Thursday, October 12th. I almost said second. That's wrong. October 12th. Welcome to the second week of October. The the days go by quickly. Hopefully you're making the most of them. Uh, this means that business or that means that business and bullshit with my bestie parts one and two have already dropped. Hopefully you've listened to them. They are coming out. Those episodes are coming out the... Mondays, every Monday in October, the first four Mondays of October. If you're not up to speed, I'm not sure how, but if you're not up to speed, Business and Bullshit with My Bestie, that is a four-part episode series that I'm running with my bestie, Jill Fit, and we're talking all things business and bullshit. It's actually been really fun recording the first two, and uh, hopefully if you listened, one of the calls to action that we had in the second episode was, let us know if you want this to be a, a, a long-term thing if you want this as a show we've been talking about it but as you know we don't build things unless people actually want them Um, but I think it would be actually pretty cool to do yes I'm going over the kind of thinking about the logistics of things and how to make it work and not at all talking myself out of it but thinking about you know what it would like where would it actually live how do we host this thing because we actually use different podcast hosts Um, the editing of it I want to really step back and not be doing a lot with it um, I would love to record it in person, but that just adds another layer. It's, it's been really easy. We've been using Riverside, and that that, that is easy. Um, so having a blast with it, and I, I think I would like for it to to be a full-time thing, a regular thing, and Jill and I have talked about it, and she's on the same page, but we want to know what would you like. So slide into the old DMs. Let us know if you want it as a, as a full-time thing, full-time show. Um, but that is a good segue, actually, for today's conversation today's podcast episode, um, which is how to create when you're out of ideas. One of the cool things about creating with Jill or having a partner for that podcast, those, those podcast episodes is that they come up with ideas or, you know, we have conversations and it sparks other ideas. So it can be really nice. Um, if I don't have a specific idea or, you know, I'm thinking kind of future, future pacing, future forward here. If I don't have an idea, she has an idea or just in, you know, in having recorded the past two episodes or the previous two episodes, I have a loose, I don't want to say outline, but I have some things I want to talk about, but so does she. So that fills the content. And then we actually kind of go on tangents and things like that. So good segue for the episode, which is all about how to create when you're out of ideas. Now, I kind of want to clarify this because I don't think that you necessarily run out. And I want to be specific with this and intentional with what I'm saying, because I don't want to make creativity sound like it's a finite resource, And I do believe it's renewable. And perhaps we think of it like we do with energy, that like it is renewable, you have to rest and kind of has to come back. But I don't, I kind of hate saying you run out of ideas because it's like, shit, could I actually like run out forever? And like, it never comes back? No. Um, But I think we've we've all been in that place where like, I ain't got nothing to say. I'm not excited about anything, right? And so those are actually kind of different problems. And and we're going to discuss that in the episode. I'm looking at the camera right now not at the lens. I'm looking at the actual little viewfinder thing. Um, I'm recording this episode in the evening. It is 7.15 at night. I usually record these during the day and I use the, the daylight because the, the lighting is just so good. I've talked about this in like every episode, but every episode since I moved. Um, but we're running into this at night, so it's a little bit different. We might get some banding, what's called banding, over the Maestro M. If you're watching this on YouTube, you see what I'm talking about. I can't really tell in the little viewfinder thing, but we might get some of that. And that's just because with this camera, the frequency that the light comes out um, of that LED, that, that I think it's an LED M, um, it's back there, the, the neon M that's back there. It doesn't match up with the recording speed of the camera and I've tried a bunch of things and the way that I can get rid of it is actually by putting a light directly in front of it but I didn't flex it, in it up so I was like you know what whatever it is what it is. But I got the lights going tonight. It's a little bit of a different look. Lex calls it the fishbowl look. I don't I, I I like it. So hopefully if you're watching you're like, oh it looks a little different but hopefully you like it as well. But anyway, into or onto the suggestions of what to do when you have days when you feel like you got nothing to say, you have no ideas, but you still want to create. So first thing here, have a running list of ideas. Now I know you're like, but I just said this kind of feels like a circular argument. You're telling me not to run out of ideas. Yes, I am. One of the things that I will do, and I've spoken about about this before, is that I have running lists of ideas for all the different types of content that I create, whether it's for the newsletter, whether it's for the podcast, whether it's for posts, whether it's for tweets or threads, or just going to have quotes anytime I get an idea that I'm not going to be posting or creating in that moment, I write it down. And this way, if I do have moments where I'm not feeling super inspired, I can go and hit up that list of ideas. So if you don't do that, that's my suggestion to start those lists. Again, I do it in the notes section of my phone. I have an iPhone. You can, I think Google Keep is like kind of the equivalent, um, but I make a folders for each of these things, right? Where... And as a feature, you can use on, do on Gnosis, create different folders. And I have folders for all the different parts of my business. And I have folders for the different types of content that I create, different areas that I create. So this way you can pull from those lists when you're not feeling super inspired in the moment. Next suggestion is to let it be good enough. Sometimes it's not that we don't have any ideas. It's that we don't have new ideas or they just kind of feel bland. we're not really inspired by them. We don't feel like real jazzed up about them of note, this is why I really encourage posting in the moment, because typically things don't hit the same the next day. So when you're feeling inspired, lean into it. But if it's that you're just kind of like feeling blah, blah about the content, that's okay. Feel blah and share it anyway, right? Especially if consistency is your goal. If you're looking to build that content creation habit, you may have to lean into some days where you just let it be good enough. And the reality is. I don't think I want to say this. The reality is sometimes what is just good enough in your mind is actually great, depending on what kind of what your standards are. But as always, remember, it's always new to someone. And if it helps one person, it's worth it. Even if it helps nobody, it's worth it. Because it helped you to stay consistent with with, you know, the thing. We've all been there as well when it comes to social media and oftentimes it's the stuff that we make kind of in the spur of the moment or like, just kind of like, ah, I'm just going to make this thing and I just want to get it out there and make it quickly. That's the one that does really well. I know it's frustrating as hell. I know I get it, but that's something to consider when you're like, ah, I I do want to post something. I just want to get something up there, but like, I don't really inspired. I don't know what to post. Let it be good enough. Next one, reuse old content. Like literally verbatim, just repost the same thing, right? Yes, this doesn't necessarily apply to like a podcast episode or an email. Maybe you don't want to send the exact same one out. But when it comes to posting content, which is oftentimes what, you know, people listening to this podcast are are kind of thinking about, like, I don't have anything to say, I don't have anything to post. Literally just repost something from before. The exact same thing. You don't have to change anything. You could, if you want, change the format. So you could take a tweet or a, a thread and turn it into a carousel. Take the caption and turn it into a carousel, right? Take the caption of something and turn it into a reel. Take a caption and turn the actual caption that you like, take the caption of another reel, whatever, and turn that into a carousel or vice versa, right? You can flip-flop and go the other directions. So take the old content and repurpose the old content or repost the exact same content and then let's move on to the next day. Because, you know, you have a new day and suddenly you're like, oh, I am inspired today. Something happened. You see something and you're like, oh, I, I." someone asked a question and suddenly you were inspired to create content. So if you're looking to get through the day, stay consistent, reuse, repost old content. Next one, repurpose the ideas of old content. So maybe you take a post and you flesh it out and You turn it into a podcast episode. It can, I will say, it can be hard to take short form and expand it. Like sometimes it's why it's short form. That's why the post is just a simple tweet, because we don't have anything else to say about it. But sometimes you do, and maybe you can read through the caption, especially if you have that body of work and you've been creating for a bit. You probably have posts in the vault, right? Old posts. So you're like, damn, this is actually pretty good. Which maybe you want to just repost it. Or if you're like, nah, I want to take this content, this concept rather, and repurpose it and make it as a newsletter, expand on it and make it as a podcast episode or just make it into a new, a new post, you can totally do that. Um, we can bring AI in on this and use chat GPT. One of the things that ChatGPT, GPT to me, or I should say the number one thing that ChatGPT GPT is good for, in my opinion, is consolidating things, making things concise or condensing things. So I don't think it's great at creating content, but if you wanted to summarize something, I think that it can do a phenomenal job. So if you put in your own original content and you're like, hey, summarize this or pull out the important parts of this or make talking points out of this, you could absolutely use ChatGPT to come up with content that way. So um, Courtney, if you could link the episode that I did about ChatGPT, and actually I think it was like you know the full video. Um, I'm very proud of that YouTube video. That would be amazing. So if you link those two things, thank you. Um, but you could absolutely—I I did this before. I did this. I tried this before I recorded this episode just to see kind of what it would turn out. Because I have not done this, but I was like, "Hey, this is the thing you could do. You could take a transcript from a podcast episode and have it have ChatGPT turn it into posts." Yes, it's always about the prompt that you use, and you could probably use ChatGPT to generate prompts so that you could then create content. Right? You could do anything on this thing, but you could have ChatGPT go through the actual transcript and pull out verbatim. You have to say specify that you want verbatim quotes that could be used as social media posts. And again, the more specific you are with that prompt where you're specifying the intent, you're specifying the audience, you're specifying the length, you're specifying where it's going to be used, like what, what um, platform, the better the outcome that it's going to, the better the output, but you could absolutely do that. Right? So that suggestion is repurposing ideas of old content in order to create new content. And that last part was have jet jet. That's wrong. Have chat GPT help you out. Next one. We all know this one. Move your body, move your body, get the endorphins going, get the blood flowing, give the muse an environment that she actually wants to visit. Get outside, go for a walk. We all know our best ideas come there. Like we're in the shower, we're moving around, we're doing stuff. We're out for a run. We're working out. Cool. Go do that. And then when the, inspiration hits so the idea hits write it down or even better create that content in the moment you can ask Lex uh, she brought up the other day she was we live together now and she's like it's been really cool to see your creative process and see how like when something hits you just have to go do it and that's exactly what I teach right where it'll be 11 o'clock at night and I'm like the idea is here I'm not gonna sleep on it I'm gonna go write this email out like I act on it in the moment because it doesn't hit the same the next day and also as long as you forget So if you're really tired, you just have something by the bed. Use your phone or whatever where you can, you know, write that idea and and write that idea down as much of that idea as possible. Um, But when inspiration hits, when the muse visits, go. Go all in. Next suggestion on what to do when you got no ideas. If you have an audience and you've been given, you've been showing up, you've been having conversations, you've been providing value, go ahead and ask them. You can put a question box up. You can ask them on the podcast. You can ask them in your email, right? Open a question. I think that this is another opportunity where you can use ChatGPT to create prompts. That's really not my forte is creating prompts. Um, So use ChatGPT to create these prompts. And when I say prompts, I mean what you should be, what you can be asking your people, right? Because oftentimes when you put the question box up you just ask, hey, what do you want to see more of? It doesn't always yield the best results, I have a really dope audience, and when I put that up, it doesn't always yield the best results. It gives people some guidance, I think they can help out, and so I would use ChatGPT to to generate some of these prompts and kind of maybe lean into more pointed questions than what do you want more of. Maybe you put into ChatGPT what your niche is, what you've been talking about, what you're really excited about, and you have it generate some questions that um, could be useful for engagement with your audience, something like that. Right, so using question boxes to ask people basically what they want more of, um, but perhaps in more pointed ways um, and giving them some more direction. Um, you could offer free calls. We just I just did a the, recorded the second episode of Business and Bullshit with my bestie yesterday with Jill, and I know it's weird. It feels like we're in the Matrix or something because I'm like I was talking about it earlier that the episodes have already dropped, but I'm, as I'm recording this, they haven't dropped yet. So I just said that I recorded the episode yesterday. I understand time is the flat circle. It's very weird, um, but was recording that episode yesterday and. One of the questions I asked Jill was like, what would you suggest in terms of getting, um, getting, getting language from your potential clients if you don't have any clients yet? Because right? that's how that's best for marketing is to steal the language of your people. But suppose you don't have any people yet. How can you get this language? Uh, and so this is one of the things she suggested was offering free calls, going into your, um, your like, physical environment, going out into wherever you live and, and talking with people. I love that. Calling people that are in your family that may be of a similar demographic of you know, who you're trying to serve and asking them questions and seeing what they're saying. Uh, similarly, you could go into like a Facebook group and see what the comments are. Or if you don't want to go on Facebook group, because I get it, it's Facebook, go on to Instagram and go to the big creators and see what people are saying in the comment section and use that to create content. Right. Lastly, take a break. Take yourself a goddamn break. I got nothing against rest, but I didn't. Put, I strategically and specifically put this last because I don't think it should be the first thing that you do. Perhaps this can look like stepping away for the moment, but, you know, if you constantly need a break from this thing, then this thing probably isn't the thing, right? If it's just constantly draining you, something's got to change there. I do think that as it relates to taking a break, the goal... It, it it does really matter what your goal, your ultimate goal is. Meaning if you're looking to build a habit, you're kind of in the newer phases of the beginning phases of, of creating content. Then I would suggest that you don't take the break and you lean in, you lean into the fact that quantity can absolutely beget quality and you figure out a way to make it sustainable. You lean into letting it be good enough. Right? If you've been at it forever and you're like, I'm tired. Cool. Take a break. Take a step back. Right? Your business is not fragile. Like you're cool. I know there's a lot of nuance here, and I was thinking about the words I wanted to use in, in terms of this episode, and I was just like, honestly, I don't think that if you're in the beginning, you're going to rest your way to the success that you want. I've said it before, Britney Spears said it, you better work, bitch, right? But you figure out where you're at and what's going to allow you to create. I think the big thing, though, irrespective of whether you're a newbie, whether you're advanced, you're taking a short break, long break, whatever... I think the main thing is that if you do decide to take any kind of break, whether it's a long break or you're just stepping back for a second, it's to use that break to lean into joy. Lean into things that bring you joy. Lean into things that make you happy. Don't use it to lean into more content consumption. Consumption oftentimes leads to comparisonitis, which makes people stop or you just get like constipation where you just like consume, consume, consume and nothing comes out. So Use that time to get happy, to get excited about something instead of going and scrolling and being like, oh, what I, what's everyone else posting? That doesn't matter. Go do things that bring you joy. And once again, I kind of said it earlier, give the muse an environment where she wants to live and hang out. She's not trying to hang out where it's dusty. She didn't want that. So go get excited about things. Go walk. Go lean into joy. Go get some sun on your face. Go hang out with your dog. Go hang out with someone that you, that you like. Go to the beach. Whatever it is, go to the cold if that's what you like. Go bring some joy, attract the muse, and watch the inspiration come back. All right. I'm only at the time. I'm looking at the notes. That's all I got for you. I'm going to follow my own advice, which I gave, I don't know, a few bullet points ago, and uh, ask if you got any requests for content. I didn't look at a, a chat GPT prompt for this. I didn't. I'm just like, I'm saying what I'm saying. But if you got any requests for any, any eh. Whoa, leave it in, Courtney. If you got any requests for content, send them my way. You can text me 310-737-2345. It is me, I promise. The text will be green. It's my sideline, but it is me. Or you can shoot me a little DM at the Movement Maestro. Would love to hear from you if you got any questions, comments, concerns. But also, don't hesitate to use the search box on my website. Cause I I don't know, I have a ton of episodes, and this is not to say that I don't want you to ask me a question and you know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I already did that episode. But if you have a question and you're like, hey, Does does this already exist? Go ahead and use that search box on the the website. If there's an episode about whatever it is that you're searching for, it will come up. Um, But if it doesn't come up or if you're like, hey, refresh this, give me a new take. By all means, slide slide into the DM, shoot me a text. Um, I'd love to hear from you. All right. No reviews that I'm going to read today. Keeping the episode shorter. Don't forget, next Monday will be part three of Business and Bullshit with my bestie would love to have you tune in. All right. All right. All right. As always, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro.